Hello and welcome to The Two Tones. Uh, I'm Tony Moakley. Joining me as he does every week, Tony DeBolfo. Greetings, Tone. How are you? Uh, well, I'm very well. We're at episode eight, of course. Uh, I'm not sure if you're a fan of the movie uh, With Nail and I. Are oh, you, I, I must admit I, mean, I haven't seen With Nail and I. My loss, I'm sure. Okay, what about Lance Whitnall and I? Number eight. Number eight, Guernsey Tone. Yeah. I like your thinking. Do you um, remember his goal red. in the, the 99? It was a, a beautiful goal oh. in the boundary line. Uh, 99 prelim final, and he raised the right arm and did a sidestep in celebration. Do you remember that? It was magnificent. I, I would say that would, would stand as Lance Whitnell's finest moment. It was. Surely it was a great goal. Well, yeah. What a great goal it was. What a game, Tony. Oh, oh, please. Come on. Lance Whitnell, Trevor Keogh. Oh, uh, there's a name. We've got the big crews too, who yeah. uh, I would suspect would be uh, a, a reasonable chance to start at um, Adelaide Oval on Saturday night. I would, we I would we will talk about that. We'll talk about that. Um, we've had some great players wear eight. I think Dennis Minari wore eight in '68 oh. when he played in the Premiership team against Essendon. So um, the eights have a tone. Ross Stitchburn, the farmer, oh, yeah. he wore eight too. So we've had some rippers. Look, it's uh, an auspicious number. Hello to all our Chinese listeners as well. <laughs> They're obviously a big fan of the the number eight. Now, Tone, um, speaking of fortune, it didn't go our way on uh, Friday night. Uh, a 21-point loss to the Bulldogs at Eddie Head Stadium. It was not one for the purists, we have to be honest. Uh, an error-strewn game. And then Brendan Bolton in his press conference said, look, you know, we're feeling the pain of supporters, but we are... Sticking to our game plan, if you like, we are sticking to, we're staying true to our course. Um, Tony, uh, your thoughts on the game, please. A, a fair assessment, Tony, of proceedings um, on Friday evening. Um, yeah, it was a, wasn't the most attractive game. I don't think it's one for the uh, you know for the uh, vault. For is the it? sizzle reel? No, no, it's not. Um, I, I thought Carlton were particularly sloppy with their use of the footy. Um, I thought the ball came out of our forward half probably way too easy and uh, credit to the Bulldogs they ran the ball well they teamed well and um, they got the chocolates Um, very interesting to hear uh, Brendan Bolton's comments as you alluded to uh, earlier Um, look what can you say the 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 club's in a holding pattern Uh, Mm -hmm. the objective right now is to get games into as many young players as is humanly possible uh, there are mitigating factors with you know experience unavailable the team at, at the moment, and um, I'm sure any team would struggle with the uh, the depth of, of player uh, talent that Carlton has unavailable at the minute. Um, but you know, as I've often said uh, this year, Tone, uh, if you listen to the wise heads and um, uh, the, the you know the discerning football judges, they mm. are all saying. You know, uh, maintain the faith. Yeah, Carlton is doing the right thing in going the course in, um, you know, what is the third year of its uh, its rebuild. So um, we have to be patient. Uh, it will turn around. No one really knows exactly when. Yeah, but it, but it will happen, and and we have to remain patient and um, and steadfast, optimistic. Well, there were like like anything. I mean, you know, obviously being a Carlton supporter is tough at the moment because. Um, Opposition supporters love pointing out how Carlton are going zero and six at the moment. Yes, we know that. Um, anybody who follows Carlton is, is very much aware of the fact that we haven't won a game this year. But uh, it, it, it's not to me. It's not about going to a game and expecting Carlton to win necessarily because there's been such a turnover of the list. But 
uh, I think the recruiters have done a great job. And there, are, there is a nucleus building of a, a tight, well-knitted team of genuine talent. So when I go to games now, I'm watching for the progress of Paddy Dow, Lockie O'Brien, the emerging, you know, wonder that is the career of Zach Fisher. I know I'm a massive fan. Um, and a, a new generation of young players who are coming through. And, you know, we wear the pain now uh, because in a year, two years' time, we're, uh, we're going to be contenders, I think. Couldn't have articulated better myself, Tony. I, I think that's what you have to, to look for uh, in the Carlton model, circa 2018. And uh, I, I think listening to what you're saying, it's fair to say that um, our strength is in our our youth. There's no doubt that, as you say, um, Silvani and the recruits have brought together this ter- tremendous core of young players that are to take Carlton forward for at least the next decade and beyond. And I, I suspect the problem for Carlton right now, if we're looking in the short term, is the fact that it is bereft of, um, of experience. Yeah. Um, you look at the other end and, you know, wouldn't we dearly love to have uh, the dock up well, and running and Murphy and the, Cruiser and all these players? We saw last week what the inclusion of Sam Rowe meant to that back line. Yeah. It brings stability to that, you know, that last line defence and freeing up Liam Jones to really take the game on. So, you know, I suppose when you, when you're, you think on... Um, the, the ideal model. It's a team that has a that perfect blend that, that you know that mix of both youth and experience. Yeah, uh, we've certainly got the youth, um, um, the players of tomorrow. But what we lack at the moment is that uh, experience of today. Well, a perfect example of that was um, <coughs> uh, let's say ploughman spoiling was it. Uh, it was a contested mark, and I, um, I think he spoiled Liam Jones. There was no communication, right. and went up, and they both spoiled. Uh, the ball uh, spills free. Uh, yes. Footscray uh, Bulldogs scoop it up, and it's a goal. Now, yes. you put Doherty into that as the backline general, you know, the old head, and he's assigning players positions in that backline, and and snafus like that don't occur. No, that's very very true. I think it might have been Marchbank. For, for oh, okay, Marchbank. Yeah, okay. Well, we do, but it's a fair point you make. You know, you just. You need that, you know, that old head, you know, that, that, that just that uh, experienced type player to, as you say, marshal the troops uh, in in, the, in that particular area of the ground. And I think once we get the blend, you're really going to start to see uh, it translate into, you know, the results that we all want. Um, so uh, I guess as of round eight, uh, 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 you know, around seven, around six rounds completed, Tony, nothing really changes. Uh, we, we stay the course and uh, we look for those little moments in games that which yeah. you, you, you identified and uh, what we have to hope is that over the next uh, few weeks and months that we start to get more and more of them. Uh, yes, um, and that this pain is a down payment on some glory uh, yet to be realised. Very true. But, very um, true. you know, again, uh, Cripps, the colossus that is Patrick Cripps. Look, um, you know, I, I guess if you reflect on moments through the course of the year, um, the season, well, it's probably the success story of uh, 2018 to date. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, with all due respect to Fisher and those players who have been fabulous, I, I think if you look at Cripps in the context of, of um, you know, where Carlton's at in its list, um, in the absence of Mark Murphy, um, he's basically had to shoulder the responsibility for this young team. And 
talk about leading from the front, you know, uh, I, I suspect if I was someone like Zach Fisher, um, you know, Lockie O'Brien, um, Charlie Curdo, all those players, yeah. I think I'd I'd have enormous degree of confidence following Patrick Cripps down the race and on yeah. the ground. You yeah, know, there's a fellow that you wouldn't mind, um, uh, you know, following behind and, um, and looking up to as a role model. Um, talk about, you know, um, delivering by your actions. I mean, you, you couldn't ask more of Cripps. And um, it, it's, it worries me a little bit, you know, that um, he's quite literally shouldering the entire load. You know, you've you seen Barnes talking his way through contests with two or three blokes hanging off him. Yeah. Um, and and also, you know, any opposition team that targets him, tags him, takes him out of the game, well, Carlton it. lose a lot of run, a lot of momentum. Yes. And, you know, and that's uh, that's obviously a problem too. Well, you know, I, I think in the context of the year, looking at Carlton and where it's at, I, I don't think it's um, understating the fact that, um, uh, or overstating the fact that he probably is the competition's best captain this stage of yeah. proceedings. I, I look... I look upon the way he's led Carlton with such admiration, um, just uh, to to basically take up the the baton and run with it for the club um, against so much so much on field um, you know pressure. And and let's face it, we are um, we are in the gun at the moment. We're a, a soft target for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and yet he, he he just goes about his business and. Um, all power to him, uh, Patrick Cripps. He's, he's a phenomenal player. Well, there, there's a, play. a telling stat tone this week. I wonder if you've got it in front of you about Patrick Cripps. The fewest career games. Have you got that stat? Uh, or uh, I bring it home. You, you All right. Tell me. The fewest career games to have had 10 matches with 20 plus contested possessions. So, so 65 so. to Patrick Cripps, uh, 81 to Josh Kennedy, 94 to Nat Five. 125 to Patrick Dangerfield. So he's in some elite company. Yes. Uh, not surprisingly that he is uh, rubbing uninjured shoulders with uh, that company. Well, look, you know, what is he? Is he 22? And, and he's, as you say, he's in rarefied air there with the likes of Fife, Dangerfield, uh, you know, Josh Kennedy. They're all stars of the game. And um, it's frightening to think what lay, lays ahead for Patrick Cripps. Um, you know, uh, and you just, you look at the way he plays, you know, you just hope for every good fortune to come his way because, um, you know, uh, he's, re- he's really up against the odds at the moment and he's uh, delivering in spades. All power to him. Can I... Uh, uh, now, Carlton supporters know this and we, we certainly face this next week against Car- uh, against Adelaide. We're up against uh, two players who used to be at the club and have uh, now gone on to uh, all success at other clubs. Um, Andy Gower's boy uh, did a very good job the other night. Uh, I went to school with his dad, believe it or not, many years ago. Yep. Um, uh, what were your thoughts watching him go around? Well, it never, it never you know, it, it, it's never nice seeing, you know, someone that you had here on your list going around and strutting his stuff in opposition colours. And um, I did see any I was on the uh, concourse there last week. Good play he was too. Yeah. Um, but look, you know, all power to... To Billy, you know, maybe the plans didn't align here, and he's found his niche of the kennel. Um, uh, nice fella. I wish him all the very best. Um, hate seeing him doing against um, the old dark navy blue. Um, for whatever reason, it didn't work out here. I'm not quite sure why, but um, it, it happens in in league footy. Um, I guess you can't you can't retain them all time. No, no, unfortunately. Exactly. 
But look, we have retained uh, Levi Caspold. He's played his 100th game. Um, and as you pointed out before on the two tones, Tone, uh, what is significant about the number 41 getting 100 games? Yes, first time the, the, the name of any current player appears on the number 41 locker tone. Uh, it's been bereft of any name uh, for all these years since numbers were first introduced, I think in 1911. Um, and, of course, it completes a sequence now. The numbers 1 to 45 carry the name the names of at least one player in each locker. Um, bearing in mind that uh, every 100-game player gets his name on the... Uh, on the uh, locker number um, which he uses, so um, which happens to us at a hundred episodes. Did you realise? Is that so? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I, that's an T- incredible T- statistic. There you go. Is there right. a cake um, for our hundredth, Lucy? <laughs> yes, I'm sure. As well, we speak, is out to arrange at the Carlton right. Cafe. One of the bluebirds is going to pop out of it. <laughs> yeah. So there um, you go. Thank you, thank you for that, Tony. I wasn't aware of that. Delightful milestone, but uh, but look, you know, just a little line on Levi. I, I think what's um, what I like to say about Levi Caswell's career is that that Sav Rocker has has won the won the battle yeah, in, in turning yeah. around uh, Levi's errant kicking. And you know, I would have thought that that Levi came to Carlton with an obvious kicking problem, mm. so was never ironed out, you know, at a junior level or earlier than that, and. You know, you often wonder. Look, is it too late? That you know, for a player to actually change his methodology to be able to actually, in this instance, kick properly. Well, I think you've got to say that Sav Rocker has has done that because you know, if you look at the way Levi approaches his shots for goal, there's set shots. This this he runs in straighter. Uh, there's less movement of the ball between the hand and foot. Yep. And um, contact is pretty clean. So. Nine times out of ten, you'd, you'd pretty much back him these days, uh, where it wasn't always the case. And I think when you look at the hundred year, the hundred games, Levi Kasbov, probably the success story of the hundred has been the improvement in his kicking um, by way of the big fella uh, Severio. So well done. It's a, it's a great a great effort by both men. Couldn't agree more. And yes, when Levi goes near the ball now, when he lines up for a set shot, the, the rosaries are not getting the work out they once did. <laughs> don't, don't. Now, let's, uh, before we get to previewing Adelaide Carlton, uh, because they are hosting, of course. Yes. Tone, I need you three votes for uh, Carlton yes. versus uh, the Western Bulldogs. Yes, Tone, I thought long and hard about these votes. And you'll yeah. be pleased to know that I have acknowledged one of your uh, your favourites, Charlie yeah. Curnow. Excellent. I thought Charlie was terrific. Um, with every game, he's becoming more influential. With every quarter, you can see him really, um, you know, uh, finding his place. More than finding his place, he's actually making an impression on games. And I think that's a legacy of, of continuity of football. Yeah. You know, we, we, we heard Brendan Bolton talk about Harry McKay's delayed start um, to this year uh, that was all about trying to get games into the body and, um, and then trying to build a base and, and, and keep the momentum happening. Well, Charlie's done that. And um, as I say, with every game, we're seeing marked improvement. Bit of a knock on his kicking late. Um, I think he had three goes yeah. at it late in the game, which... Who knows? Could have, well, yeah, could have snatched a twenty-point game. That victory. makes a difference. Um, yeah. But, but, but I'm sure that'll come with time and experience and poise and nous and all those things that you want to identify. One vote to him. Two votes to another favourite tone: uh, the the little bloke in the number twenty-five, the fish, Zach Fisher. Love him. Love the way he plays. I love the way he, he, he you know, he, he 
bites at those ankles around yeah. the around the, the packs. Um, a real tearaway footballer, um, smart player too. Love the way he uses the footy. He's clean. Um, he's a real go-getter. I love the bloke. Uh, two to him. And three votes um, to a, a, a player that I, I dips my lid to this year. And we've we've actually, you know, lamented the uh, the absence of our experience. But I think given the the, um, the shortfall, I want to acknowledge Daisy Thomas. Oh, I thought outstanding. Daryl Thomas, yeah. outstanding. And, and such an important component to this team yeah. at this stage of his career because what he does bring... Is, is experience yep. and, and, and nous that, that this team needs. And, I, I, you know, we talk about Cripps leading by example. Well, I, I think you'd have to say that Dale Thomas has, has followed suit there. And um, I, I just love the way he plays. He, 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 he went with that awful banana kick into the yes. uh, forward half uh, at one point of the game, which wasn't great. It would have, that would have worked 10 years ago for him, you know? <laughs> that, that's true. But in saying... Where's your left foot, Daisy? But in saying that, um, I, I think he's been magnificent this year, uh, just in bringing, you know, some badly needed st- stability to that, that back half of the, of the ground. And um, in the absence of the likes of Doherty, Murphy, Cruiser, we could go on, I think he's been an extremely important uh, component in this in this very young group. So I dip my lid to Daisy and give him three votes. All right, well done, Daisy. Um, now we're going to preview the uh, the Adelaide Carlton game uh, Saturday night, ten past seven. Is that Adelaide time? Who knows? Um, in any event, Carlton travel. Thank you, Virgin Airlines, <laughs> major sponsor of the Carlton Football Club. Yes. Now. Tone, we know it's going to be difficult. No doubt it'll be difficult, Tone, at the uh, City of Churches, Adelaide Oval. But but uh, what a great challenge. The, the Carlton team go over with, uh, you know, with uh, no, no fear. Um, they can play with a, a little bit of freedom, I would have thought. Um, no, no one rates them a chance the weekend, but I don't mind those odds. And um, it'll be interesting, obviously, you know, the, the, um, all the talk is on Bryce Gibbs. Uh, and his first crack against his former team. Um, Eddie, we don't know yet whether he's available or not, whether, whether he's over that hammy. Um, life supporter of the Carlton, uh, life member of the Carlton Football Club, y- of course, Eddie Betts. Yes, yes, and uh, I dare say Bryce is a life member also, having yep. played eight seasons at the club, um, 100 games plus. Um, so um, I guess it's a great challenge for the Carlton Football Club. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see the makeup of the team as I hinted earlier, perhaps uh, Matt Cruz's um, after his, his uh, layoff with the um, with the groin uh, yeah. might be a starter. Uh, we How do you, uh, so what do you do with Phillips and uh, Cruz in well, the same team? Do you well, just rotate them on the ruck and go and rest them in the forward line? Or? Pro- probably so. And, and might I say that that's been probably another uh, positive yes. of this part four, no, the, the, the form of Andrew Phillips. I really love the way he plays. Yeah. I like the size and strength and physicality he brings to the contest. I like the way he backs himself in uh, anywhere around 50 to have a crack on, on goal. Yep. And uh, I, I, it's very heartening that we've got a player capable of going forward and doing some damage. Um, and you can see an interview between yourself and uh, Andrew Phillips on uh, carltonfc.com.au. Great fella. Uh, yeah. Really, really, really uh, positive sort of bloke that's really looking forward to uh, um, 
like like McKay and uh, uh, we said earlier, getting some continuity into his game and really string some games together because I think he's an extremely important player for for Carlton going forward. So yes, a good point you make. You know how how does Cruiser complement Phillips uh, in the event that uh, the former returns? Uh, it may well be that we'll see the two big men rotating uh, through the forward line uh, out of the ruck. So. Um, I, I would say that that would be a good problem for Brendan Bolton to have. Uh, fingers crossed, Cruz is uh, available for selection. Tony, you are the Carlton historian. Can you remind me, was it 2004 or 2005, Carlton weren't having a great season, went over to Adelaide Football Park and Brendan Favola kicked... Now, how do you narrow down the greatest goals kicked by Brendan Favola? That's literally impossible. But there was one from the notorious pocket at Football Park where the wind came in off West Lakes. And uh, the Adelaide players know very well because they train there so they can handle that pocket on a set shot. Fevy drilled it and it was a narrow win to Carlton. Do you remember that? I remember the game vividly, Tony, and Kevin Bartlett's call of that particular goal. Funny story that Brendan Favola himself relates about that moment. Uh, he, he'd mentioned that as he was lining up to take the kick, that Nick Stevens, yeah. who of course had played a handful or a fair few games at Port Adelaide, knew Footy Park pretty well, had said to him, Fev, ball will go right to left in the breeze. So he said, I weighed that up and I thought, no, it's not, it'll go left to right. And he said, I slotted it straight through. Wow. So so that was uh, that was a classic example of a, of a, of a player backing his own judgment and yeah. ability and putting through one of the all-time great goals in a pressure situation to win yeah. the game for the club. So I, I can recall seeing, um, I was there for that final uh, when, or, or sorry, the mini final when Carlton had to beat Port yeah. in the last game of Football Park to make the the nine, as it was at that oh, particular yes. point, yeah. do you recall the game? And yeah. they got up in the last minute yeah. with a, a magnificent, meritorious last quarter of footy. Um, so, you know, history suggests that um, you know, heading into enemy camp doesn't, you know, pose too much angst for the players. They go over there with a fair degree of freedom and, um, you know, a real challenge to um, take the game on and um, and make something of it. So, you know, I'm looking forward to the um, to the game on Saturday night. Who knows what may transpire? All we want, Tone, we want a competitive Carlton team yes. taking the field, yeah. and we want to see further glimpses of of those great. Uh, moments in play where you see uh, our players of tomorrow uh, making an impact. It's all you can ask. Guys having a go. And uh, please fear of the unforced skill errors and I think everybody will be happy. We do acknowledge, of course, the great debt we owe to South Australia in terms of the absolute champions it has provided the football club. We're going to reel off a couple of names now. You already know them, of course. Stephen Kernahan, Craig Bradley, Peter Motley, um, Andrew McKay, Macca, um, you got some others there, Tone? They well, the question without notice, you've actually rattled them all off. Have There's I? There's been some great players here, and um, and all of them exactly what I was thinking about. I can remember, I don't know if I mentioned this previously, heading out to Princess Park here in the summer of 85, leading into 86, 
and seeing um, the, all of them on the track, you know, Craig Bradley, Stephen Kernhead, Peter Motley, John Dorothy had got over from the West, yeah. and the buzz had come, come oh. back to have another crack at it. Oh. And I was looking at it and I said, this is, I felt like a kid to candy store toad. <laughs> wow. um, yeah, it was magnificent, you know, right. and uh, well, sadly can... those days are long gone. Well, uh, you know, we were, Patrick Cripps is from WA, so, you know, well, the, 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 condition, the tradition continues. Let's throw, let's throw David Kernahan in there as well. Nice call, all nice right. call. And we should have got Johnny Platten as well. We were that close. Oh. You know, can you imagine it? What happened there? Well, I think Hawthorne muddied the waters, unfortunately, but uh. Um, uh, you can't get them all. No, okay. Um, well, now, Tone, that's enough for us today. Uh, we, well, when I say that's enough, I mean, it's, it's bare, too much two tones Speak is for barely yourself. enough. I want to roll here. <laughs> Sorry. I should, what I meant to say is that's all we have time for <laughs> due to the uh, constraints of digital storage technology. Where will you be watching the game from, Tone? That's a very good question. I may be at the Grand View. Oh, okay, I don't okay. know. I might uh, see you there. Yes, yeah. um, but uh, rest assured I will be watching it. I will be barracking and uh, supporting the old Dark Navy Blue with passion as uh, everybody must as they get behind the team for uh, year nine of the two-year rebuild. That's, <laughs> I couldn't resist. But, Tone, uh, have a great week and we'll catch you next week. All the best, Tone.